Hello. I had a great community question come in and that was about sales calls. Renee, I'm just not getting on enough sales calls. And the sales calls I do get on, they're not qualified. They're not ready. They, they say I have to think about it. And I feel like I'm just sending proposals and no one is saying yes. Well, I have got you. If we haven't met yet, my name is Renee Rebar and I'm a sales strategist, TEDx speaker and author. And I have been teaching business people how to sell for themselves, both customer facing and internally, since 1994 on the streets of Manhattan. <laughs> so there's a story there. And if you stick around long enough, get on my email list. Let's hang out. Come into my free community. You'll hear all my stories and then some. So let's dive into this answer. <clears throat> Sales calls. There are three very specific pieces of advice that I request that my clients start with. So like, this is a problem my clients have, and they come to me all the time about it. I, I need more, I need more clients. I, I need more sales calls to get more clients. Typically these are agency owners. They build, or they build websites. They do Facebook ads, they do marketing, they build funnels. And so when these individuals are looking to sell to someone they typically need to have some sort of conversation with them so that they can customize whatever they need. Now, Productizing services and having streamlined processes where we can eliminate the sales call is another conversation for another day, but that's also what I talk about. But all that to say, if you're feeling, I just want the right people on the phone, I'm not getting enough sales calls, here's what I want you to do. Number one, this is exactly what I take my clients through. Number one, block off a set day, ideally one day per week, where it is your sales call day. And the, the challenge here and why this is so hard for so many people is when someone says, I need you, you're the, not the, the novice, the noob is going to say, okay. And then they're going to get on the phone that day with the person, please don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. There's a thousand, there's a, it's like a booty call. That is the equivalent of someone saying, I need you. And then you just go to the, you know, that's a booty call. No booty calls, please. <laughs> okay. So. If you set aside one day per week, then you go to bed the night before thinking about how you're going to be on these sales calls. You're going to, you're going to think about your energy. You're going to get showered and dressed and ready. And you're going to have your favorite coffee in the morning and you're going to have your, or tea and you're going to have your favorite breakfast and you're going to wear your favorite shirt and you're going to make sure that it's clean and ready to go that day. You're going to make sure your desk is all clean. You're going to make sure your camera's all ready if you're doing Zoom calls. So my best advice is having that one day set aside. Now, I do not need to have someone have 100 sales calls in a, in a week. So if, if I literally only set aside one day, I set aside five call times, let's say hypothetically, those are 30-minute call times, and I give myself breaks in between to kind of re-energize and exercise and get, you know, get myself going. Again, I have trained thousands of people how to do this, so there is a physicality to it as well. But today, I'm not getting enough sales calls. What do I do? Number one, block off one day. Number two, fill those call slots. Let's say in this scenario, we've got five call slots, fill them with three different kinds of people. Number one, people that are saying, I need you. So if your day is Thursday and they say, I need you on Monday, you're going to say, excellent. I'm so glad we're connected. The next step is to set up a phone call. Let's set up a call. The next time I have available is this Thursday at either 10 a.m., or 1 p.m. Do either of those times work for you for a telephone call? Commit them to the call. So you know, no matter what, if they call, if someone reaches out to you, I need you, the next 
Thursday is the time. Ideally, if it's Wednesday and you've got call days on Thursday, it won't be the next day. It would be the following Thursday. And there's lots of psychology to back up this whole theory that I have around not going too fast too soon. So all that to say, I want to have time between when I book the call and when I actually host the call. But that's next number. So we're talking right now on who to fill those five call spots with people that say, I need you. The second kind of person is someone that you've met either through chamber of commerce, Seroptimist, North American women's business organization, uh, small business association together, digital, some group program that you're in some Facebook community that you're in someone in your network that you've been wanting to get to know better. You might think that they, you know, hypothesize that they might be a potential client, but you're not sure if they're a potential client, a connector to other clients or a collaborator on some sort of new project. And so you can't know this until you get to know them better. And so that's the second kind of person you would fill this time with. And you would say, hey, Joanne, I'm reaching out personally because I, I miss you or I haven't seen you in a while or I simply, you know, I've just, I've seen your face. You always look amazing on our calls. And I just, I've, I've looked you up. I love what you're doing. I think there's synergy here for us to do something together. Let's set up a time to get to know each other better. Set up a coffee chat. Why don't we share a coffee? I'll buy the coffee and um, we'll just meet virtually. That's the second kind of person. It's someone that you personally invite who you simply know from your network, but you're unsure about what the next step might be with them, but that's okay. That's also a part of the sales process. So the third person that you can fill these slots with is somebody who's in your network has been engaging with your marketing. Maybe they've been opening up your emails if you send broadcast emails. They've been commenting on your social posts. You've met, had dinner maybe at some point. You've connected, but they haven't officially said, I need you. <laughs> so that's the third kind of person that you know them, you, you, you've spent some time with them. They're not totally cold, but they haven't officially said they need you. They are engaging with your content. They are walking toward you in essence, but they haven't officially said, I need you yet. So that's the third kind of person. And I'm going to say this to them and say, listen, I'm so glad that I know you. It would be great to set aside some specific time to catch up, to get to know, to, to talk about that one project that you keep alluding to, you know, that next launch or that next product line or that next, whatever it's going to be. I have time on Thursday. Does 9 a.m. work for you or would 2 p.m. be better for a 30 minute time where we can dedicate to looking at you and your business and your projects? Because I am super interested. Always taking the, the, the frame of journal. Right? I'm a journalistic approach. Um, that's the approach I like to take. I'm a journalist, um, even though I'm not a journalist. <laughs> but I think that, that that curiosity will go far. OK, so. We've got three things to do. First, block off time. Second, fill those time slots with three types of people. And third, prepare between booking the call and getting on the call. And just by this one piece, pre preparation, um, I can tell you that of the thousands of people that I've taught, the people that actually took the time to look up the person they were getting on the phone with, again, and today it's so easy to do because everyone has a social footprint, you know, look them up on Instagram, connect with them on LinkedIn, endorse them if you can, um, if it feels right for you, get on their email list. If they have a freebie opt-in, go to their website, read their content, know a little bit about them, look them up on iTunes, Google them. Thank you. In the past, we had to go to trade magazines and <laughs> down on Bradstreet. So 1000% look them up. However, don't stop there. 
looking them up is fantastic. And having something important to say or specific to ask once you get on the phone is important. But the second thing I want you to do before you get on the phone with them, after you've booked the call, is to share a little bit about you. Because we also cannot assume that they've done the same. We cannot assume that they've looked at your website. In fact, they often don't. We cannot assume that they've Googled you because they often don't. We cannot assume that they've consumed, read, or otherwise understood anything that you do, even your title. If you, and this is proof, if you've ever gotten on the phone and people, you know, let's have a coffee chat, let's connect. And they're like, so what do you do again? Really? Really? So at the end of the day, I want you to know that it's okay if someone hasn't looked you up, but it's not okay if you haven't invited them to. So here's how I frame it. Hey, Joanne, I'm so glad we're meeting on Thursday. I'm looking forward to our call. Every time I see your name on my calendar, a big smile comes across my face. I've been looking you up. I love what you said on episode 34 of your podcast, especially when you said this, it really resonated with me. Now, obviously I am a big fan and I can't wait to ask you some specific questions, but I also wanted to make sure that you have everything you need so that we can make the most of our time this Thursday. So here's a link to my podcast episode 29. I think you might really like it based on what I hear you saying so far. Can't wait to hear what you think. See you on Thursday. Isn't that easy? So what happens is when the time comes to actually have that 30 minute chat on Thursday, not only have you looked them up, but they ideally would have looked you up also. So that when you actually have that time together, you're not wasting it, getting information that is publicly available. You can actually get to the specifics. So Joanne, when I read that article that you wrote, when I, when I saw that you when I, or when I, or when I heard that podcast, what re, what was coming up for me was this, tell me more about that. So when you have this, what happens then? So those are the kinds of questions you can ask when you've already done your due diligence so that you can actually get specific quicker. And what does this do? My friends, it speeds up the sales process. So I implore you to try these three key things so that you can get more sales calls and of course make the most of them. Now once you're getting once you get on the phone and you get this process down, then then we can talk about closing and I cannot wait. That is one of my favorite things, not because I am uh, argumentative or want to arm wrestle anyone. I always want to preserve the relationship above all else and that is why people hire me to teach them how to close because we do it with finesse. Finesse, not force every single time. And no matter what, the person that ever will ever speak to you on the phone, the person that will ever experience a close from you, if you're working in the systems that I teach, will always say, oh, that's someone I know versus, oh, that's someone I had to say no to. Right? So can't wait to keep these questions coming. I will see you on the other side. Make sure you reach out wherever you're seeing this video. Get a hold of me. I'm not hard to get a hold of. (laughs) and click the link that goes to this video to keep the conversation going. We definitely need to hang out more. And if you've got sales questions, let me know. I'm here to help. See you soon.